So I tend to get a lot of questions from people about a lot of different things being in the fitness industry. And I decided that today I'm going to talk about one of those, which is training for your first half marathon. So let's not waste time and get into it. Jombo, my friend, and welcome back to what, 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 what? the FOSS. Today, we're going to talk about a couple different areas of the half marathon training idea, especially for beginners, from a question I got over social media. Before I get into that bit, I just want to talk about some things um, real quickly about some of the content or videos that I put out. I tend to put a lot of pressure on myself to try to get a lot of these ideas that I have in my head into constructed videos and then post it out almost as quickly as I can. But I realize that A, I don't want to take the quality down and B, I tend to post them kind of randomly. There's not really a set schedule for anyone to look forward to, uh, to really know when certain content might be coming out. So what I'm planning to do instead is work on a bunch of content in the background, still do a lot more of the base kind of planning work and then be able to release certain areas of content on a weekly or bi-weekly basis, depending on the video, but having a bunch of videos ready to then release them all at the same time. So that's my quick blurb about that, just so you're informed on what's going on in the background. But otherwise, we're going to talk about a question I got over Instagram. And this question came to me from uh, somebody I used to know through college, and a good buddy of mine, I don't want to use their name though, just in case there is something that people don't like their names being used. So uh, we're going to call him Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. So <laughs> weird reference. Uh, Mark, in this case, he is needing to train for a half marathon. Now, the reason he's needing to train for a half marathon is because his wife, um, let's call her Fiona, uh, his wife, Fiona, wants to train for a half marathon that's coming up in October. Now, when I'm recording this, we're near the end of May. So that gives it about 16 weeks or so. So that's a fair amount of time. That's a good amount of time to work with. However, Mark hasn't been working on his training at all. He hasn't been, maybe he's been lifting a little bit of weights here and there doing some things, but he hasn't been running. He hasn't really been eating too well or thinking about that because he hasn't had anything to plan for. So he kind of feels like he's at the beginner uh, area of distance running. And for a half marathon distance, you kind of need to do some training beforehand. Um, why I say that is because the best example I can give is think about uh, when you were in school or if you're still in school, think about that project that you had kind of at the end of the semester or end of the year where you don't really feel like you have to do anything for it yet because you're like, ah, that's at the end of the year. Who cares, right? I'll do that when the time comes. For now, I'll just relax, chill out, do some of these other things I need to do. And then it gets to three days out or the week out and you're spending countless nights uh, not sleeping, just trying to overwork yourself just to get all of this done at the last minute. Endurance doesn't really work that same way. You really need to put some time in to spread some of these things out and actually get some of the health benefits, but also some of the physical 
and mental adaptations that you need to successfully run a half marathon. So I'm going to break this down into two areas. First area is going to be what I would describe as like a typical training week and the way that I would start out. And then I would talk about basically like the goals that you'd set along the way or a couple other tips. So what is your running week going to look like in this situation? Well, if you haven't been running at all, you'll see um, that Mark as well, he told me that he looked online and he saw a bunch of programs and things on like photos and Pinterest and Instagram and some random websites that basically give a plan and that all that they do is they just say, oh, well, you have, you just need to start running five miles this week, every other day, or on weekends, you need to run five miles. And then the next week you do six and then you do seven and then you do eight. And it's just a random progression, not having really anything under your belt. Maybe you can't even run five miles that well yet, but with 16 weeks, you have some time to work with. So the first couple weeks, I would give you a um, kind of two week or so plan right off that just involves interval running, very simple interval running. And what I mean by that is I might give you something that's for an example workout um, that'll be two minutes on of running, one minute of walking or light jogging and repeating that four or five sets depending on your fitness level and doing some of those workouts, those style of workouts for the first couple weeks. And we would go from that to then getting into your standard workouts of the three or four potential workouts for running specifically that I would want you to get in order to be successful when you get to your half marathon. Now I say three or four because it, it's a big thing in strength and conditioning where you hear the term if you ask a strength and conditioning coach a question, a lot of the time they'll say, it depends. And it depends is a common thing just for not only safety reasons, but also just to be really honest, it depends because a lot of situations are different. But I'm going to try to make these workouts, these running workouts, kind of as simple, straightforward as possible. So no more blabbering. The running week, what does that look like? Well, if I were to give you three days, I would do them in this order as the week progresses on. So the first one I would do is more of your sprint day. Now, some people think of a sprint and they're like, oh, okay, so just doing like a 100-yard sprint or a 50-yard. Well, when you get into distance running, the main focus that we're trying to focus on is your running economy. Now, what is running economy? Well, your running economy, it's basically how efficient your body moves. The two ways you can work on it is through some dedicated sprint intensity type efforts, but you can also work on it through strengthening your muscle, your muscles. God, need to talk better. Strengthening your muscles. There we go. In uh, strength training type workouts as well. Uh, for the sprint day, we're trying to work on running economy because it helps with your overall form to give a short description. So working on overall form basically helps with not wasting energy doing odd movements side to side. You're just trying to focus on where you're trying to run to straight ahead, hopefully. Unless you're doing that weird backwards running thing, which I heard about from my friend Brandon, and I have no idea why you do that. So if you do that, let me know. The sprint days, 
you're going to focus more in the range of anywhere from 200 meters to a mile. And you might be like, so what did you say? You said a mile on a sprint day? Yes, I did. Um, and most of the time when I tell people I've done like mile repeats or something like that on a sprint day, um, they say that sounds gross. And why would you do that? And I say, well, when you're doing it, yeah, it is kind of terrible. You know, you're sweating, your heart's beating really heavy. You're just pushing pretty much the whole time. I say that you're going 1600 meters or four times around the track to do a mile. And your heart's beating pretty fast. You get pretty intense. The first two laps of the four laps are kind of, you're just trying to ease your pace out. And then as you go on, it just kind of gets just trying to hold on for dear life. But sprint days, anywhere from 200 meters, which is half around the track to a mile distance, which is four times around the track. You just want to make sure that you're resting. I easy rule to use, um, rest two times the amount of what your sprint takes. So if your sprint takes a full minute, I want you to rest for two minutes or do a walking rest perhaps for two minutes because this is all about explosive nature in these exercises. And if you keep having such short rest and you keep trying to do sprints, you're working on more endurance and you're gonna do endurance other days. But on the sprint day, you just wanna work on your power. You wanna work on your running form, running efficiency, your running economy and you just want to work on being explosive and ready for each repetition you go out for. After the sprint day, you would then go into an interval run day, just kind of like you did before. If when you were starting out the first couple of weeks, just getting intervals, just getting some time on your feet. Um, during these intervals though, you're wanting to either work on overall time, like we talked about before, let's say two minutes running, one minute walking, or you want to work on your distance. So let's say, you go for a quarter of a mile and then you walk for a 10th of a mile and you repeat that quarter of a mile, 10th, quarter of a mile, 10th. On that quarter of a mile, you're really wanting to see what pace you can maintain throughout that quarter of a mile. And as you go on, you'll want to see if you can get that pacing to be faster or basically a faster amount of time to complete that quarter mile. So that's a big one for two reasons. Aerobic capacity, which is basically your rate of breathing because it helps you with your breath control and it helps you um, also on a physiological level to be able to be more efficient with the oxygen that you're taking into your body. The other one is going to be your overall stamina. And sometimes people mix up um, stamina for overall endurance and stamina is more to me about holding in the running world. It's about holding a pace for a longer period of time. So like if you have a pace that at first you can't hold it that long, when you build up your stamina, you're able to hold up that pacing for a longer period of time as you go. So the second day interval run, first day sprint. The third day is the most crucial day of them all. As your coach, I want you to do all of these days. But as a friend, this is your most important day. If for some reason you miss some other days, this is the one that you don't miss. It's your long run day. Your long run day is where you're getting some distance. You're getting some kilometers. You're getting some miles. You're getting time on your feet. That way, when it comes to the half marathon, you're not flipping out because you've been running for two hours and 
you have to collapse because you've already had a bunch of time on your feet before this. But on more of a physiological level, two things that the long run does for you. Number one, it helps you with better use of glycogen. Now, what is that weird word I just said? Glycogen. It's basically on a simple way to say it. It's your cellular storage of your food that you're able to use for energy. And the way that you use this for energy is that it's able to be stored in your cells and you're able to uh, use it over time if you're not taking in um, a bunch of calories, basically the entire race, because you're not, hopefully, I mean, I don't know you, but you're not going to be out there eating chicken wings every single mile. Please don't eat chicken wings every single mile, just small side note, but not only does it work on your glycogen storage in your muscles, which comes over time as you build up some of your endurance and some of the longer runs, but it also works on capillary development or basically the veins that are able to go to your muscles. You're able to bring more oxygen into your muscles through those veins. More oxygen means that you're having better nutrient delivery, better nutrient delivery means less cramping, and then less cramping means you've increased your muscular endurance. Besides those three days, if you wanted one more day in there, separate it out, it would just be an easy run day. Simple way to do this, think about your long run, chop that long run in half, and then do it at a easy talking pace, whatever that is for you. That's what I would do for the easy day. So that's three or four days of your calendar. When you go through this calendar, make sure you have it separated out where you do your running every other day. Don't try to cram it into a Monday through Thursday if you're doing this for the first time. Give yourself some time to recover. A big thing with running is people think, oh, you're always running all the time. You don't ever recover. No, there's a lot of times where you're just recovering from the run before. I'm going to do that tomorrow before I run my 10K race this weekend. I'm not going to run at all, or I might do like a mile with my dog, Ona, but that's really as much as I would do. When you do these, you want to separate them out. So a good way to think about it is just Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. You can have those as your three days or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then do an easy run on Sunday. However you want to separate it out. I'll leave an example um, typed up in the description below just so you can check that out as well. During this entire plan, think about if hopefully you got to this point where you're doing it in 16 weeks or something around that range. But for Mark and Fiona's example, we're going to use 16 weeks. You want to think over these 16 weeks. The only other thing I'm going to add in here is that you want to do goal by goal progression. So what does that mean? Well, if you have your starting point here and you have your race here at the end for your half marathon. In the middle of those two areas or those two points, you're going to get two different types of races. So if you have these 16 weeks around the six to eight week mark, so closer to the halfway point, I want you to get a five kilometer race in the books, just something you sign up for. It costs less than a dinner for two at Applebee's. You'll be good. So 5k race there. And then from your starting point, 10 to 12 weeks after you've started, I want you to get a 10 kilometer race, which is 6.2 miles. And the reason that you're doing this is because you will have basically time to give yourself a chance to practice race conditions. 
So you give yourself a chance to say, okay, well, I like running in these clothes better, or I like running in short shorts better, which is me. And, or I do better in the morning by eating this before I run, or the night before my longer run, I eat this. And you're able to practice that and see what works and see what doesn't. And then from there, you can have a better time on race day. I want to keep it kind of simple with that. If you have any other questions, feel free to message me um, at the coach so you know, or contact me via the website, www.fossmovementtraining.com. Before I give you one last point, I wanted to tell you about today's sponsor, which today's sponsor is the Tudor Connection. The Tudor Connection is a Knoxville-run private business that has been doing tutoring in the area for over 25 years. They help connect tutors and students of all different ages from kindergarten and preschool all the way up to uh, students or kids in their master's program. And they help out with private one-on-one tutoring to help the overall education of you or your child. This is not a paid sponsorship. I'm slightly biased because this is my mom's business. Mom, you're welcome. Happy late Mother's Day gift, even though we already did a Mother's Day gift. But again, happy Mother's Day. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you guys listening in. Follow some of these steps. Take a look at the example week. Ask me questions as you feel. Last thing, if you stuck around this long... Make sure to take care of your feet, your ankles, and your calves. It's a big area when people are getting into running that they don't really think about, and then they have some injury, and then they feel like they're cut out of it forever. So I have a routine for that. I'll make sure to link that video in a description as well so you're able to add that to your routine. Otherwise, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. I hope that I can help you to grow through movement towards your ambition. And otherwise, I'll talk to you soon.